Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anandel, and in this episode, we will be doing a NBA playoffs preview as it is playoff time in the association. And playoffs, uh, as we are recording this, have started, but I think that given the fact that they've just started, we have um, can we, we can still predict series um, for sure, um, very, very unbiasedly and, and things like that. So uh yeah uh well we have mark on for another edition of big a sports show uh it's been a while since we last recorded uh definitely wanted to get back to it uh just been uh busy with different things but i want to uh definitely always podcast whenever i can and have a chance and um love talking sports so the commitment is always there for all you listeners i know you've been looking for editions of big a sports show and they are coming back uh very soon just been busy with different things but uh they'll be back and uh we'll be good uh so whenever you have a chance to listen listen and it's greatly appreciated and very thankful and the best way though is to subscribe so that way whenever we post um you'll get alerts so anyways moving to the playoff predictions we will start in the m Eastern Conference with the Heat and the Hawks. Heat, 53-29 and 29 record. Hawks, 46-36 and 36 record. So the Heat, number one seed in the East, and they're very good. Uh, they're very good defensively especially, uh, but also offensively they can bring it as well. Um, pretty much the same cast of, of players that they've had within the last few years as far as Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, um, and also Victor Oladipo's really come on for them as well, and they've gotten contributions from a few other players too, so this one should be a good series. The Hawks are a team that um, was really within the, the thick of things last year in the playoffs. They were um, really, really coming up uh, on the come up as far as um, you know, Trey Young, John Collins, players like that that uh, contributed very well for them. But this year they kind of had a little bit of a, a fallback, um, but they still made the playoffs. So credit to them, credit to Nate McMillan and his staff um, coaching them up to uh, be able to get in the playoffs. I know that they're an eight seed, and typically eight seeds don't do well against one seeds. But I think that. This series has the potential to not be a sweep. I think it at most will be five games, but I think that the Hawks are definitely good for at least one win, um, and they are very pesky and um, kind of, I mean, all, all things run through Trey Young, and Trey Young has the potential to go off for, for 50 in a game, so um, you always got to be wary of that. Um, he's able to get his own shot at any spot on the floor, and... Um, John Collins, too. I've always been a big fan of John Collins. Just as a player, um, just has a really good, well-rounded game. Can shoot shoot the three ball. He can go inside. He can make make the mid-range shot. He's a pretty good free throw shooter as well, which is a very underrated uh, trait for, you know, power forwards and, and centers. Maybe not Maybe not as much now because I think the game's evolved to, to where it's kind of positionless and things like that, but Typically, the um, you know the, the center um, 
more times than not, it's just how it is. They they're either really okay at free throws or they they struggle from the line, and that's okay because that's not that not exactly what they're supposed to, you know, flourishing type thing. Um, and it would make sense for for that to be the case. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it it should be a good matchup. Um, I think the Heat will win at most still in five games. I want to say it might go, you know, a little bit longer than that, just because I think that the Hawks are really pesky, and the last year they were in the playoffs, and and they they kind of made a little noise. But um, I'm 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 also gonna think realistically here, and also give the Heat uh, their their fair share of credit, and um, really say that they that they can you know make the series either go in four games or at least five. But I think that the Hawks will will uh, be be good for a win, maybe maybe at home. So. Uh, Mark, I'll bring you in. What are your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, thanks, Adam. It should be an interesting matchup. Like I said, uh, he, the one seed versus the Hawks, the eight seed. And um, to me, it's going to come down to how do the star players play on each team. Jimmy Butler struggled last year in the playoffs against the Bucks, and that really hurt them offensively. And um, they have made some additions. The Heat have with Kyle Lowry, who I think will make things really tough for Trey Young. And then P.J. Tucker, we, we obviously know as Bucks fans, he's a really good defensive player. The Heat are really good on the defensive end. Uh, they just need some consistency as far as offensive scoring. And they got a good bench. They got Caleb Martin, uh, Duncan Robinson, Victor Oladipo, like you said, Adam. They got a lot of scoring options off the bench. And unfortunately for the Hawks, they did they ha- they are not going to be at full strength, at least to start the series with Clint Capella has a hyperextended knee injury, so it doesn't sound like he'll be playing for the first uh, few games. And then John Collins is out with a foot injury. But we have seen, even as Bucks fans, that Trey Young can go off at any point, and I think he will definitely maybe have a game or two in the series where he probably puts up like 35 or 40 points. And he's going to need other people like Bogdan Bernanovich to step up and, and help him with the scoring load because he just – he can't take on the heat himself. So I think, yeah, I, I agree, Adam. I could see probably most likely outcome being heat in five. So what do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think heat in five. Um, I, I just think that the Hawks, they, they're a few years away. They, they need a few more pieces. Um, Mark, you mentioned with their injuries, John Collins and, and Clint Capella too. I think that those are two good um, big guys who who are relatively young too, and definitely should still have. Um, you know, they've already had great careers. I think that they should continue to have those, and I think that they've been with the Hawks enough where where they they'd want to keep building that. So, um, hopefully for their their sake, they can uh, stick in Atlanta, and um, you know that they, they do have talent in, in with the Hawks. Um, I just think that the Heat are a little bit more, um, you know, defensively. That's a big thing in, in the NBA. A lot of teams, you know, the the kind of thought is, oh well, it's the NBA. You know, players, you know, teams don't play defense. It's, it's high scoring, and that is true to some extent. But th- there are teams out there like the Heat that play defense and, and they pride themselves on the defensive end. And especially if you're a team like that with the Heat, you need to really, um, you know, the, the that can really help you in games where maybe you're not scoring the ball as, as well as you, you should be. And that could keep you more, more and more games um, than 
than like say a, a defensive team that's not good defensively and then they're not scoring well then they're probably going to get blown out so um so that that i think has, has been a focal point for the heat and i think that most teams really want to prioritize you know defense but it's more about execution and i think that the heat um can can really execute at a high level and i think that also credit to the heat too great great coaching uh eric swolster is a really good coach uh, he's got a good staff, and um, also I, I just think that Mark, you were mentioning the players; they got a really deep roster. Their their starting five is is very solid, and then that their their bench they they got some really good role players too, which is which is really good. So I think that the Heat, not only in this series but going forward in the playoffs, the Heat could be a team that you know, obviously we're we're Bucks fans on the podcast, so we, we want the Bucks to repeat. But the, the the Heat can uh, definitely um, make a run at it. They the, all the all those things we're we're saying about them are are are, are all ingredients to um to to make a run. So we'll see. Um, maybe maybe they get to you know the conference finals, the conference semi semifinals, and and things like that. But um, uh, yeah, I expect the Heat to um, win that series. And then the next series, the Celtics and the Nets, one of the more intriguing series. In this first round, you got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, everybody that the Celtics got, um, and then we got Durant and Irving from the Nets. And we were talking on the podcast a few months ago about how if the Nets get in, man, they're 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 going to be tough out. And I think that the Bucks kind of strategically, uh, they're not going to say it, but um, that last game when they when they rested a bunch of guys, they they strategically kind of had it where where they didn't have to face the nets i think um whether they want to admit it or not i think that that was part of it and um you know smart on them like would you rather face in the in the first round the bulls who are a solid team but they definitely have faded over the course of the last you know parts of the year they started off hot and then they kind of faded a little bit um or or the nets who have kevin durant who's probably one of the best scorers in the game, I'd say him and Steph Curry, as far as just pure scoring, like consistent scoring. Um, there are others out there, but those two just are at the top of mind. Um, and then they got Irving, uh, who's really good too. I'm, I've always been a fan of his, as far as just his game. Um, uh, you know, he's he's pretty much good from every spot on the floor. So I expect this series to be a long one. Um, I'm gonna say. I want to say seven games because both teams are really, really solid. Um, but I'm going to inch that one one step down. I'm going to say six games. I'm going to say the Celtics win in six. I think that home court's going to play a factor. Boston, when you think about the playoffs, Boston, they, they always come for the playoffs as far as fans. They have one of the best home court atmospheres when everybody's jam-packed um, in, in that you know, TD Garden, um, make making noise, and I think that you know their court design is great. That w- with the uh, parquet flooring, so um, I think that th- they're going to be rowdy, and you know the, the Nets' home court too is is going to be rowdy as well. But I think that the that that will will bring some um, advantage to the Celtics. I know that their you know fans aren't playing, but um, definitely can you know when there when there's big moments, momentum wise can can really play a factor. Um, so I just think that the Celtics, 
they got the two seed. They're two seed for a reason. I'm going to go with them. Um, and also, an interesting note, I believe Ime Udoka, the Celtics head coach, used to be an assistant for the Nets. So, um, interesting tie-in there. Um, so, he got he was an assistant, and then he got the job in, in Boston. So, um, it'll be interesting to see the, the former um, coach playing against his former team. Or not playing, coaching against his former team. So, Mark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this should be a great matchup. Two really good teams when they're healthy. And the Celtics have dominated the last like few months of the season. They've been the best team in the NBA. And they got people all over the floor. You know, Marcus Smart has been really good for them as far as defending the point guard position. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are really good wings. And then they have Al Horford, who's kind of turned by the clock. He's playing pretty good um, defense inside, and he can still stretch the floor. I think the problem for the Nets is they're just not very deep and they have not played together that much as a team. You know, allegedly Ben Simmons is going to try to play at some point in this series. We're not, and he could be a good wing guy against Jason Tatum defensively, but he hasn't played for a while. So we're you're not sure what you're going to get from him. Blake Griffin. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Blake Griffin either. If he's in a play or not, he has not played for a, a while. Um, obviously Kyrie and KD can score with the best of them. Like you were saying, Adam, they can probably each score. I would expect both of them to probably score at least 25, maybe 30 points a game. This series, they're going to need some role players like Steph Curry and Bruce Brown on the guard position and Andre Drummond at center. They're going to need them to step up. And uh, I think this will be a good series. I'll say a Boston and seven, um, I think that you're just going to have too much depth, and I think that they're going to kind of wear the nets down as the series goes, just based on the depth standpoint. When KD and Kyrie are not on the floor, the the nets do not do well at all. So I would say it will be Celtics and seven. Big A, what do you think about the next? So we have Big A saying, just to recap, Big A saying Celtics and six. Mark says Celtics and seven. Now we got the Bucks, who are, of course, our favorite team, and hopefully your team as well, taking on the Bulls. Yeah, so this one um, should be an interesting one. Obviously, the the rivalry, Chicago Milwaukee. Um, I believe I ninety four rivalry. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, it should be an interesting one. The Bucks, the three seed, twenty games over five hundred in the regular season, fifty one and thirty one. Very good kind of um, season after they, they won the title. I think that's that's a pretty impressive record to be 20 games over 500. Not that that's a shock, but, you know, it's it, it looks good to uh, you know, ha- have that record. And then the Bulls, 46 and 36. Bucks three, number three in offense, defense 19. Bulls 13th, defense number one. Bulls are number one defense, so... That will be kind of a, a test for the Bucks. Now the Bucks in the regular season against the Bulls have won every game, so uh, that you know they've been kind of kind of able to overcome the Bulls being really good on defense in those matchups. But it should be an interesting one. The Bulls, I think that they they are coming around. Last few years they've been really struggling. They've you know haven't made the playoffs, things like that. But I think that they're in good hands with Billy Donovan. Um, he got hired a few years ago, and I think that the Bulls did right by keeping him and, and giving him a, a real shot because I think that a lot of times, you know, a coach maybe one or two years, you know, they don't do so well, and 
I take over a struggling team and they're like, oh, well, well, we'll get rid of them. Well, you didn't give them time to, to really, you know, do much. If, if you, if the coach is taking over a roster, that's not good. Well, how do you expect them to be good? You know, type of thing right away. So you need time to, to build things. And I think that Billy Donovan, obviously former Thunder coach um, with Durant and Harden and all them, he, he coached all them. Um, is is able to um is has done a nice job and they got DeRozan and they got Ao Dusumo who's a gonna be on the all rookie team so he's uh shown shown some good things Nikola Vucevic who's always been kind of a a thorn in the Bucks side as far as you know the Bucks used to be with the Magic Bucks usually always played the Magic and he usually always did very well although the Bucks won most games um so yeah I think that this matchup will will be definitely a an intriguing one. Um, I expect the Bucks to win in. Eh, I want to say four, just because I don't think it, I think the Bucks are just the way better team. But you know what? I'm going to give Chicago one game. I'm going to give Chicago one game. I'm going to say that they win one of the games in Chicago, and the Bucks win in five. I just think that the Bulls. You know, you, you look at their roster. They, they they got a really solid roster and um they're put it this way they 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 were as good as they were earlier in the year for a reason and you know they faded off but I think that you know Levine's out I believe for this series no he's not out so he's he's gonna play um, I think he was hurt so that's why I think he's out but um, he's back Lonzo Ball's out that's the one um, Caruso. I mean, they have a good roster. Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Tristan Thompson, Derek Jones Jr. I mean, they got some players. So um, I think they're good for at least one win, but Bucks and five, uh, Bucks and four, ideally. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be unbiased and and, and say the the Bulls get get one and, and the Bucks win the series. And the Bucks, yeah, their defensive record, uh, you know. Rating is 19th, but they do have some pretty good individual de- defensive players. Giannis, Drew is one of the best guards in the league. I think a few days ago I was reading about some, forget who said it, but he said, like, Drew prioritizes the defensive end, and, you know, Kevin Durant is, is one that prioritizes scoring and, and doing really well. Well, Drew prioritizes defense, and, yeah, he's really good offensively, but his defense is no joke. So, um, Bucks just... Clicking at, clicking at the right time, and I think that they're they're going to win the series. Agreed, Adam. I would say the Bucks will win as well. It should be very interesting with the um, home courts for each team. I think it'll be kind of mixed. There's going to be a lot of Bulls fans at the Bucks Arena at Fiserv, and there'll be a lot of Bucks fans at the United Center. And yeah, the Bucks um, they swept the Bulls this year. The Bulls a very bad record against good teams this year uh, against, I think they're like two and 21 against the top 10 teams in the league or something. So something to keep in mind, but otherwise the, uh, the bucks have a lot of good weapons to throw out the bulls. And honestly, the bulls do not have anybody that can stop Giannis. Uh, he's dominated them in the paint. They have Patrick Williams who's a decent swing guy. They can maybe put on him for a little while, but 
he's not going to be able to stop Giannis. And Lucevic is not quick enough for Giannis. And Tristan Thompson is not quick enough. So Giannis should have a big series. And I look for Middleton as well to kind of turn into his playoff magic like he always does. And, Adam, you were mentioning about Drew Holiday's defense. He can guard pretty much anybody that he needs to, whether it be Levine or DeRozan. And then the Bucks also have other guys like Wes Matthews that can they can switch off. So I would say the Bucks should win this one. I would say Bucks in five, just in case they have an off and off um off game against the Bulls. Maybe it could, could, it could happen. You never know. So we will move on now. We'll get to Big A in a second, but right now we'll move on to the Sixers versus the Raptors. The Sixers are the four seed. Raptors are the five seed. Sixers are 18th and Sixers are 18th in offense, ninth in defense, and the Raptors are 20th in offense, seventh in defense. And this should be really interesting with how the Raptors defend Joel Embiid because he's obviously playing like an MVP candidate and James Harden what is he going to what is he going to do in the playoffs he's had a lot of up and down series in the past and uh, we'll see what we get out of him i think the Raptors are kind of underrated they got a lot of really good players that are not superstars but Fred VanVleet really solid at the guard position Pascal Siakam has picked it up this year as far as offensively so I think it'll be a seven-game series. I will say the um, I'll say the Sixers will win in seven. I think the home court advantage will help them out, and um, I think that the uh, the Joel Embiid is going to have a huge series. There's the thing that concerns me about the Sixers. They don't have tons of scoring depth besides Embiid and Harden. I think Tobias Harris is going to have to do something this series. He can't just be uh be kind of disappearing because the Raptors are going to try to unload as much as they can on the beaten Harden and especially that pick and roll is going to be hard for the Raptors to stop. But and something else to consider too, playing at Toronto is really difficult, and the Sixers, one of the best defenders, Matisse Thibel, will not be eligible to play. So long story short, I will say the Raptors, or I'm sorry, I will say the Sixers will win in seven. I think this will. Probably one of the most competitive series we have in the first round. But what do you think, Big A? Yeah, I think that this is going to be a great series. Like that Sixers, you know, you got Harden, you got Embiid, you got Tobias. Tobias, also interesting note, former Buck. Um, So he got picked by the Bucks and then he got traded in the J.J. Roddick deal um, to sneak into the eighth seed and get swept. I digress. I love the Bucks, but I guess in that situation, they were desperate for, to make the playoffs, and they got in the playoffs. So, hey, they got in the playoffs. So, in that respect, I can't really fault them, but it kind of sucks that Tobias has turned into be, be a really solid player and he used to be a Buck. But you win some, you lose some. Um, so, I think that this series is going to go seven. I think that it will. Um, it's a 4-5 matchup, so it's not really an upset if I'm picking the Raptors because um, it's 4-5, um, I, I, but I'm going to go with the Raptors. I just think that Nick Nurse is a great coach. Um, he obviously led the Raptors 
in addition to Kawhi and everybody else years ago to the finals championship. Um, and then they kind of fell off, which is no fault of their own because, you know, Kawhi left and, you know, when you have a, you know, one of the best players when he's healthy, leave like that, you, there's going to be a fall off. Um, but I think that he's done a nice job. You know, they, they had a few seasons where, where they didn't make the playoffs. And I think that that was expected. You know, you take away the best player, one of the best players in the game off your roster, like that's going to have an effect. Like, you're not just going to snap your fingers and, oh, yeah, we're, we're good. Um, but this is a Raptors roster that, you know, they got Siakam, Fred Van Bleet, Gary Trent, OG Ananobi, Thaddeus Young's a, a, a veteran that, that's been around the been around the block. Precious Achua is a young big man for them. Um, and on top of it all, the one of the more struggling years for the Raptors got them a lottery pick and got them Scotty Barnes, who's a really fine young player. Um, six averages 16 a game um, and, and does a really nice job for them. So he's been really beneficial. And I think that another team, much like the Heat, um, as far as defensive prowess, the Raptors' defensive prowess, um, seventh in defense, but I feel like they should be, you know, they're not higher than that, but they, they could potentially be higher than that. Um, they have that, that emphasis on defense. And I think that that will help them in the series. And I think that they can put their best defender or two best defenders on, on Harden and, 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 and bead and really make them work. Obviously those guys are going to score. Like that's the, that's the saying as far as going against a really good player, they're going to get theirs. You just can't let them explode for like 50. You can't let Harden go off for 50. And I think that their defense is going to help, you know, maybe they have 20 and, you know, one has 20 and the other has 20, some 20, 20 or whatever, um, something in the twenties. And then, you know, everybody else, like Mark was mentioning with their, their lack of kind of a bench um, for the Sixers, um, that, that, that doesn't bode well for them. So I think that Doc Rivers, obviously, has been, on the, been around the block. He's been with the Celtics. He, everybody knows who Doc Rivers is. He's a good coach. I, I think that he gets kind of a bad rap just because he hasn't won as many titles as, as you would think he has. Um, but, hey, how many how many – Doc Rivers coach teams haven't made the playoffs. Not many. Most of them, you know, most of them you come to the playoff time and Doc Rivers is one of the coaches for the for those teams. And you have to give him credit for that. So I think he's he's a fine coach. Um, and it, it, to put it this way, it's really hard to win titles in, in the NBA. Like, it's not easy. So um, that's why the Bucks run last year was so, was so magical because they overcame so much adversity, not only in the season, but also in the playoffs being down in a few series and then they were able to get, you know, to win it all. So I think that this is going to be a long series. I could see the Sixers winning. They got talent. They got hard and they got to be, they, 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 everybody knows the Sixers. They've been in the playoffs before, but I'm going to go with the Raptors. I'm going to go with the Raptors in seven. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but um, that's our East predictions. After this break on Big A Sports Show, we will come back with our West predictions. After this break on Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Anano. (music) 
Welcome back to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhattan, and in this episode, uh, we have done the Eastern Conference playoffs predictions. Now we're moving to the West, and we'll start with the Suns-Pelicans. Pelicans getting into the playoffs by winning the play-in game, uh, or play-in tournament. Uh, Suns coming back from the finals, lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. Suns, 30 games over 500, 56 and 26. Pelicans, 10 games under 500. Suns, number five in offense, number eight in defense. 21 for the Pelicans in offense, 13 in defense. My thoughts on this matchup, I'm just going to make this very short and sweet. Unlike my other predictions in this episode, Suns in four. They were in the finals for last year. For a reason, they're a really good team. Aiden, Booker, Paul, Bridges. I mean, they got it all. And they probably, my guess is, is have a good shot of going back to the finals and maybe even winning the finals. Now, obviously, us Bucks fans want the Bucks to win the finals again. But if the Bucks don't win the finals, put it this way, they're, they're set up for not only this year, but for years to come. Because they, they have Giannis, Drew, Chris, all under extensions for a, a long time. And they're going to keep them no matter what, because they love in Milwaukee, and why would they go anywhere else? Because they already won a championship. Uh, Brooke might be up for an extension next. Um, he is getting up there in age, but I like Brooke. I think that they should sign him to maybe one or two more year extension. Um, when he's healthy, he's, he's one of the... He's not like a primetime big man, but he's pretty good in his own right. Um, and, you know, when 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 really good big man come to mind, you, he, his name doesn't come to the top of mind, but he's pretty solid if you look at his... Is you know especially career with the Bucks um, and all, overall NBA career too, so I'm gonna make this short, sweet Suns in four, Pelicans. You you know Willie Green, the first year coach. I think another interesting tie used to be a Suns assistant, I believe. So we have two interesting ties for coaches that used to be assistants on teams, and then this year they're playing the team that they used to be an assistant for. So interesting tie there. Um, and Willie Green did a nice job getting his team to the playoffs, but they were 10 games under. So the debate of, well, should they have been in the playoffs? Well, the the way that the playoffs are constructed, yes, they should have because they're in the playoffs. Um, but, you know, they, they do have some nice players with um, with Valanchunas, uh, I believe, and also, obviously, Brandon Ingram. So, you know, they have a few nice players, but Suns. It's all about the Suns. They're going to get it done, and they're going to make a deep run, too. Mark, is your prediction going to be as quick as mine was? Because I think this is going to be a pretty quick series. Yes, it'll be very quick. Uh, Suns in four. They are probably the best team in the league as far as their depth. They have everything you could want in a team. Uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton, they got inside scoring, outside scoring, defensive wings. They got depth. They got shot creators, everything. Um, New Orleans has a nice team. Maybe it might be better with Zion uh, next year. But, I mean, I'd say maybe we'll say the Pelicans get one, just for the fun of it. They got a couple decent scores. Maybe they have a game where they just go lights out from three with McCollum and uh, Ingram and Valentinus is good too, but Suns in four, Big A, I think you're absolutely correct. Bill, or well, I'll say Suns in five, just to be different from Big A because we don't want it. 
keep saying the same thing all the time. We'll say Suns in five, but yes, Big A, I totally agree. Suns are on the path to the finals. Uh, well, this will start their path to the finals. So let's talk about the next game. Yeah, so the next matchup, uh, obviously playing right now, actually the end of it is on TV right now. So Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Grizzlies two seed, Timberwolves seven seed. Grizzlies 56 and 26, Timberwolves 46 and 36. Grizzlies two in offense, 12 in defense. Timberwolves number one in offense, 24 in defense. Uh, I'm going to say Grizzlies win the series. Um, I'm going to say Grizzlies in six. I think that the Timberwolves are, you know, a few years away, but they do have some talent. Obviously, Anthony Edwards headlines them, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, they got to the playoffs for a reason. They were 10, uh, 10 over for a reason in the regular season as far as record. Um, and they've had their fair share of struggling seasons. As we all know how many years they've, they haven't made the playoffs. They've been thirsting for playoff appearances. And now they're back in it. I think that they do have some core players. D'Angelo Russell, too, who I think might be out in the series. Um, no, he's not out. Um, he's playing, so... He is another player who they have who's young and good. Um, so those are three players right there. Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Anthony Edwards, who are are good core. Um, and then they got McDaniels, too, who's a, who's a solid player, too. I believe a former uh, high-ish pick for them. So um, I think that Timberwolves right now, I mean, they're, they're winning the game right now on ESPN. So they, they there you go. If, if they hold on to this nine point win lead with one thirty eight left, they they're up one nothing. So I I think that the the Grizzlies are the number number two seed in the league for a reason though. So I think that they'll rebound. Uh, but I think that the Timberwolves they got some pieces, um, and and now they just gotta keep adding to it um, down the line and. Get it done. And Patrick Beverly, too, it should be known. Patrick Beverly has really helped them as well, being a veteran piece um, that, that that's kind of been around the block who, who can really, you know, have some leadership to a, um, you know, pretty pretty young roster. So, Mark, what do you, what do you think? I'm going to go with an upset. Seeing what we've seen so far in this game with the Wolves, the Grizzlies have some tough matchups. With They don't have anybody to stop Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns is a lot to handle inside and outside for Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson. I'm going to say the Wolves in seven, just because why not? And it'd be fun to see an upset. The Wolves are the best offense in the NBA, actually, this year. Uh, the Grizzlies are really good offense as well. I think it's just going to come down to whoever shoots the three best and Wolves have been shooting the three good. They've been kind of on a roll the last uh, few weeks. So we'll say the the Wolves. I think the I think both teams have a bright future in the Western Conference. They'll probably be in the top of their conference for a while the next few years. Uh, Grizzlies got some good pieces with John Morant and Jaron Jackson down low, and then you got um, Desmond Bain and others on the wings. But I'm going to say the Wolves will win this in seven games, and it'll be very interesting. Uh, how they do the rest of the year, but they got a couple of young superstars with Carl Anthony Towns down low and Anthony Edwards on the wing. So we will go to the next matchup here. 
the Warriors and uh, um, Warriors and Nuggets. Big A, what do you think? Warriors and Nuggets. I'm going to go with the Warriors, uh, but I think it'll be a long series. I think that it'll be. I want to go. I want to say Warriors in seven. I th- want to say the the Nuggets push it to a seven game. But I think that the Nuggets are they're 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 really missing some guys. Jamal Murray is obviously out. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. when he's at, when he's on the floor can be really good, but he's been hampered by injury. Um, so you know they have some key pieces missing. They have an MVP candidate and Jokic who can do it all, triple double machine. Um, and they do they do have some other uh, solid players as well. But I think that the Warriors, Curry, Draymond, I mean they, they got they got a good roster, um, and they should be able to do a nice job in the series. Jordan Poole's another really good player for them who who can fill up the stat sheet, especially scoring wise. So. They have a good roster, and um, they they should be they should be good as well. So I think that Warriors win it in six. I think it'll be a pretty long series, and I do expect the Nets to play well, especially in Denver. Um, but I think that the Warriors also have a pretty good home court advantage as well. So I think that they win the series. Steve Kerr, I think, is a really really good coach, um, and and kind of. You know, he's kind of flown under under the radar as well. As far as um, he won the titles with with Durant and all the you know the big the big roster that they assembled, but uh, he's a really good coach um, and and he's really done a nice job with with these Warriors. Wiggins has had a really nice year. Jordan Poole can, like I said, fill it up. Kuminga is a nice player for them. James Wiseman, I believe, is hurt right now for them. Otherwise, he would be out there. You know they got Iguodala, Kevin Looney, who's been there for a while. Um, so the, the, and obviously Clay Thompson, I forgot to mention him, um, but they should be able to fill it up on the offensive end. And I think that this will be kind of a high-scoring series. Um, I don't think that there will be much defense played. I think that we've talked about defensive, good defensive teams. I think that these two teams kind of struggle in that department. Um, although the Warriors are seventh in defense, but I, I, I just kind of foresee them just to be a all offense team. So um, I think that they get it done in the series in six and they advance. Mark, what do you think? Yes, I think the Warriors have too much firepower, <clears throat> too much firepower, especially with a healthy uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Warriors are 15th in offense, 7th in defense this year. Nuggets, 10th in offense, 14th in defense. Although the Warriors did win three of the four matchups this year, or the Nuggets won three of the four matchups, I just think that the Nuggets, you know, they're going to, they're just, they don't have enough scores to match when uh, Curry and uh, Thompson are, are on their game, which I think they will. Draymond Green is a big addition as well on defense. He can try to contain Jokic as best as possible. And then, like you were saying, Adam Jordan Poole is a really good uh, secondary scorer for the Warriors. Um, I think Jok- it'll be fun to watch, though. Jokic is always great to watch. He's a great passer, a great shooter, well-deserving of the MVP if he gets it, um, just like Giannis would, and same with Joel Embiid. But, yeah, I think this would be a much tighter series if the Nuggets are fully healthy with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, which they are not. Monte Morris is decent, like you're saying, Adam. Uh, Aaron Gordon 
has improved his shooting. He's a, a good wing guy. But, um, yeah, I'll say Warriors and six as well. And, uh, yeah, I think it should be a good series. But given the Warriors and all their talent and postseason success with their core three back together, Thompson, Green, and Curry have hardly played together this year. But when they have in the past, they've usually gone very far in the playoffs. So that means we're going to go with the Warriors. And then we got Big A, who's going to talk to us briefly about the last matchup here in the first round that we'll talk about, Ma- uh, the Mavericks, number four seed versus the Jazz, number five. What do you think, Big A? I think the Jazz will win this series um, in, I'll say, Six games. I'm going to give the Mavs a little bit more credit than um, I'm kind of, you know, don't really, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to do that, but I think that the Mavs uh, definitely have something going. Jason Kidd has done a nice job coaching them up. Um, and obviously, Doncic just was out today. The Jazz won game one um, by six. Uh, and that will obviously be int- int- interesting to watch. Obviously, one of the better scorers, one of the best players in the world. Um, you know his his status as far as if he's going to be able to go in game two or you know anywhere in in any other part of the series. So I just think that the Jazz look they've they've been in this spot before. They they have Donovan Mitchell. They have Gobert. They have. Conley, they have all these players, and they have Quinn Snyder. They've been trying this, this, this thing over and over again, and it hasn't worked out yet. But they still have the ingredients to maybe win for sure. Win the, I think, you know, not for sure because we don't know. But I think that I, I think that for sure they, they can win the first series against the Mavs. Maybe even win the next series. We'll see, um, or at least be competitive in that next series and, and take it and, and make probably, you would think, presumably the, the higher seed that they would face in that next series to, to work a little bit, to sweat a little bit, you know, to have it not be so easy. Um, it, you know, it, it would likely be the Suns in, in that second-round matchup, so I would probably say the Suns would win the second-round matchup. Um, but I think that the Jazz have the potential to, to make that series, you know, ugly and, and kind of, you know, you know, as far as play defense, give them a good, you know, tough, tough challenge, you know, make it six, seven games. So I think that the Jazz definitely, um, you know, this this might be, be the the year if, if they lose, you know, early in the playoffs where some some changes are made because I know that they've tried this and, you know, Gobert and Mitchell don't, you know, rumor has that they don't necessarily get along um, the best. So I, I'm not sure if there's any turmoil there um or, or anything like that or they might just be like well we, we've tried this experiment over and over again and it hasn't worked out and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result so um we'll have to see if 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 they keep it going um there is something to be said for for teams that consistently make the playoffs it's hard in the nba to make the playoffs like you have to give them credit for that but um this series i expect them to win um, the Mavs definitely do have a nice kind of nucleus with Doncic and and um, and Dinwiddie, who they got in the Porzingis deal. Um, and the Porzingis deal, I think that they the Mavs did a nice job. They kind of, 
you know, admitted that, hey, it's not going to work out with Porzingis. Let's move on. I think we've talked about it before on the podcast as far as, you know, situations where the, the GM just moves on versus, you know, letting it play out and, and you know, holding on for too long. And then, you know, kinda, you, in that situation, you got to swallow your pride and, and say, you know, we tried this. It didn't work out. And it didn't work out for, for Porzingis. So they moved on. They got Dinwiddie. And Dinwiddie's a, a really good player in, in, in the backcourt with, with Luca. So um, they, they got a nice squad. Jalen Brunson's another nice young player for them. So I think that they they can, they can win the series um, potentially. Um, they're the higher seed. But I expect the, the Jazz to, um, to get by them. Um, and I think it'll be a longer-ish series, but not not too long. So that's my pick. Yeah, so wrapping it up here, I would agree with you, Adam. I think if Luka was healthy 100% for this whole series, I might give the edge to the Mavericks. But with calf injuries, you never know how long he's going to be out. And I just think the Jazz are a little bit more balanced overall versus the Mavericks, who put so much on Luka's shoulders. The Jazz have... A lot of good role players. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell is really good in the playoffs. Normally, Mike Conley is a good point guard for offense. Bogdanovich is a good three-point shooter. Obviously, you got Rudy Gobert in the paint, kind of controlling things. And it's going to be tough for the Mavericks, I think, to to score on the Jazz, especially if Luka is not, not healthy 100%. But I think that if Luka does come back and is healthy by game three, I think it could. I could see a six or seven game series. I'll say Jazz in seven, and uh, I just think they have more depth. They're better set up than the Mavericks are. Mavericks are maybe missing a piece or two and another wing score, and then someone down low. They have really don't have any big guys besides Dwight Powell. I think Rudy Gobert doesn't have a big series defensively. He might even have a big series offensively because the the Jazz don't really have anybody to stop him. So. Give me the jazz, and uh, yeah, that'll wrap it up here for uh, for biggest sports show of the first round. Looking forward to talking more NBA playoffs as the season continues, but we'll give it over to Big A. Yeah, so thank you, Mark, for joining me for another edition of Big A Sports Show. We will have other other editions coming out um, in the near future. Going to try and mix it up, talk some NBA, talk some baseball, talk some football. Football, we're going to hit that hardcore. Um, like we always do as far as weekly picks. I'm going to for sure try and come out each week with a kind of a, a picks episode, um, kind of get my thoughts on, on every pick, and then we'll have the Packers preview as well um, for those. I know that that's months off, but I know that that's an area, especially, you know, we try to do everything, you know, good for Big A Sports Show with, with different topics, but I know especially once it's football season, that's where we really um, hit the ground running. Um, as well so definitely do try and try and keep it up with the baseball and in the basketball too but i think that football is is definitely um really good too so we'll be back with another edition of big a sports show in the near future and the best way to get a hold of that and to know when that comes out is if you subscribe to the podcast wherever your podcast and we'll have one out so thanks again for listening if you missed any of my previous episodes you can listen back in the archives otherwise hope you enjoy this episode and the future episodes as well have a good weekend and go bucks